And now for the podcast where I'm crashing the party with the boys. Not all podcasts wear capes. T, we're letting her. We're letting her in. We're letting her in on this one. <laughs> like, I know, right? We had to. I've arrived. I'm. I'm here. Is gatekeeping? You know, uh, off-white boys talking about superheroes. We needed to have uh, uh, a girl. Something so we're not, <laughs> not a complete cliche, right? But I guess the cliche now is that they bring in one person, one woman, yeah. or a person of color, no, or something yeah. like that. It's, so, it's kind of, the trio. So we're just doubling down on the cliche. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And one of my one of the podcasts I listened to just did that, and it's like uh, I see, but she's better than the other two guys right so of course is, is that is that is that a compliment am i getting a compliment compliment well you know as a woman you have to be gold to make silver right so they're, they're by definition going to be better hell yeah i'll take that they're being nice to me in reality though ariani just started watching the boys that's why she's here now no yeah no i binge watched it i binge watched it i did my homework I did what I was supposed to do, so you can't get mad at me. But I actually, I've, I've enjoyed it very greatly. This is a good show. Yeah, so if if you're just catching up on the boys, T and I, you know, basically, I think this is our fourth episode now because we did one on se- an episode on season one, an episode on season two, and then we did yep. the cartoon, Diabolical, and now season three is out. Uh, basically, the other three episodes are me and T talking about how great this show is. Um, and then we finally told Ariana, you got to catch up, you got to catch up. And she did, and now she's here crashing a party with us, which we love, because it won't just be me and T saying this show is great, because this show is great. But Ariana, you want to say anything on the earlier seasons? No, I'm not even going to disagree. I do enjoy the earlier seasons. Um, this show is great. It's it's very satisfying in a way. I, I, I mean, I think because I was just like binge watching the whole thing, I didn't have time to like really like tear it apart like in my usual way, but... I don't know. I'm like really enjoying. I'm enjoying the commentary. Some of it's a little heavy-handed, in a way, because everyone's just like, "Oh, it's just like this that's happening in real life," you know. But I don't mind it. I think I think what they're doing is is really smart. But also, also there's there's a lot of really great commentary about masculinity. Like I was telling you guys, how the the name of the show is The Boys, but I don't I don't think that's an accident. This whole show is a commentary about masculinity, toxic masculinity, um, how it manifests, where it comes from, daddy issues, all the daddy issues, um, but also the show's really funny and gross and and ridiculous. So I'm into it. I mean, it's it's a realistic take if people really got superpowers this is how they would act they all wouldn't be batman and superman and iron man there's a lot of people that would act just like this it's um it's kind of taking what's already been done in watchmen but taking it to like a more i don't want to say extreme context but just more like a more modern context i think here's a question ariani and and this is the point of contention between um uh Spade and I about the show. Comparing it to Watchmen, do you think Watchmen's better? Do you think this is better? Or do you think they're about the same? I think Watchmen's better. Season one, though, right? Season one and Watchmen came out at the same time. So that was our comparison. The, that we the, were watch, the Watchmen TV show. Right. 
Right. Yeah, if I'm basing it off the the TV show, the HBO show, I think Watchmen's better. Watchmen is super good, and I don't think it's been given enough flowers compared to like other superhero shows that we've seen, just because I think the way it took the original source material and just built upon that, I think what they did was was more impactful in a way, but I think the boys in a way it's kind of more satisfying to like our lizard brains. It has all the humor, it has all the gross-out stuff, but it also keeps you really hooked, really invested. Right. I think, I think you know, I'm going to agree with Ariani, and I think, uh, uh, I think, uh, Spade, you came down, is that they were both just as good. You said they, you, you, you had yeah. them at the same level. I, I think that Watchmen was better just because of the kind of, like, the intricate storytelling that's going on. Like, it, it's, it's at next level about time and cause and effect and and uh, uh history how things are revealed right history that the lesson that they, and i'm going to talk i'll talk about that i'm going to bring up watchmen again when we talk about ms marvel um in another episode but like that lesson that really taught an extraordinary large percentage of the people in the united states it's their first introduction to black wall street so but anyway we're talking about the boys um, um i think this is 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 a great show and later on in my podcast i'm gonna just say like lay out one point about it before we we devolve into it because i know it's going to be you know a jump off for uh, maybe some disagreement but um but uh this is a great show it's well acted it's a lot of fun um and i don't think this is a show about superheroes this is a show about celebrity it, it definitely turned into that for sure it's show about celebrity, but also also politics because those are very intertwined, completely intertwined. Right. As much as we like to pretend like celebrities are vapid and politicians are serious, it's it's they're all very much one and the same. Like there's no separating it. We had a we had a freaking celebrity as we've had multiple celebrities as president of the United States. You know these things are are not as separate as we like to but see. They, but they became celebrities afterwards. They weren't celebrities before. Ronald Reagan was a celebrity you know? before. Oh, that's true. My bad. Yeah. I forgot. I, 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 blo- I block him out. And so was uh, so was the the uh, orange Mussolini. You know, he was also a celebrity. No, but people tend to forget Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was a huge popular. No, I, actor. No, yeah, he was yeah, an I actor. Remember. Yeah. Right. He wasn't super popular, though. He wasn't an A-list actor. He wasn't was an A-list actor. He was more like in B-movies and stuff like that. But he was still yeah, yeah. well-known enough to... Yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. I mean, I wasn't alive at the time, so I don't, you know. Um, when he was a movie star, when he was... When he was president, office, I was, you were... But... You were... <laughs> I was going to say, he was president in the 80s. What are you talking about? <laughs> right, right. No, but he was an actor in the 50s. He didn't have a career in the... He wasn't in movies in the 70s. Obviously, there's only one of us here who wasn't alive when he was president. No. Yeah, me. <laughs> I had to think about that. I was like, who? Oh, no, me. <laughs> um, But no, I mean, I think this show definitely has a lot of great commentary about celebrity, politics, capitalism, advertising, cinema, commercialism. Like, it really... It it takes on everything. It really takes on everything. I mean, it's it's a satire, really. When it, that's 
at its core what it is it's make like there's nothing off limits on this show right and you know of course they bring in the memes from real life there was that big moment in season in, in season the first episode rather of season three that kind of i, I don't think they topped that moment not even a hero moment? herogasm where they did the 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 little tiny man sounding <laughs> in the in the in the guy and then he got big and then <laughs> just, just say it Arya. S- uh, sounding oh i don't do i have to explain that I don't know what that is. I mean, I remember the scene. I'm just like, when you listen, said sounding, listen, I thought it this was is, like... This is a very explicit show, very adult content. A man shrinks down and crawls in another man's penis. Let's just let's just put it out there. <laughs> okay, okay. Put your kids to bed. Put your kids to bed. Put your kids to bed. Yeah, put a, put a uh, rated R alarm. Okay, so we're going into sounding. Sounding is when, when if you have a penis, you stick something up there for pleasure. And that's what happened in the first episode. And then it, the the tiny Ant Man kind of guy accidentally. Term, his name is Termite. It was it Termite. Okay, God, what a horrible. Termite's name. the character's name. God. <laughs> anyway, Termite went into his 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 friend's junk and expanded like the Thanos meme. It's like the he Thanos sneezed. Meme. Yeah, he sneezed. Oh, yeah, and he got right. big and he blew him up. Blew him. Blew his. Fu- blew him apart. My my shock is one. There's a name for it, and two. <laughs> that Ariani knew the name for I it. I unfortunately. I mean, I I I, 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 I am I not. Listen. I am not like a sensitive guy, and I know all kinds of stuff from that I you know that you pick up from Urban Dictionary. But I, that I, I had no clue. Listen, I, I had no, no idea clue either. because I, like, I guess because I thought I, that that would be under like torture stuff instead of like. I well, forget. I you forget this is. I guess now we know who's into years. what in this podcast. No, T. shut up. I forget <laughs> that this exists for every few years. Every few years, I forget it exists, and every time I'm reminded of it, I'm like, oh god. <laughs> so thank you to uh, the creators of the boys for putting that back into my consciousness, <laughs> making this a teachable moment. <laughs> right, but but remember, d- don't forget they did this in an earlier scene where um or earlier season i think ariana i think it's the first or second episode of season one where the, the woman's sitting there with her legs open and he dives head first right into oh her. yeah 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 and that's termite the, the same character i would imagine it's got to be right didn't they do something like that too in Hero and then Gasm? she blows up too he, he goes no 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 she too. doesn't no, she doesn't no. blow up no uh, he just uh, okay. he just dives right in <laughs> but you know what there was an ant-man comic where that actually happened is that right yeah, did you could look it up. On, I, I did. Didn't we? Didn't we talk about this on the the text chat? I don't remember. No, I mentioned it to this. you because Ariani, Ariani wasn't watching the show, so you and I had this conversation. Um, this is like an old Marvel thing. I don't think they they make the Mar uh, like the comic book ago. anymore. Yeah, they, they pull the comic book, right? Yeah, but it's all you can look it up online, and it's like Hank Pym's all like all like viscous, and he's like, and and, and Janet's like, oh, thank you, and he's like, no problem. <laughs> that's pretty much it but, right? basically amazing yeah so <laughs> um all right so we're to, i mean let's go back to like all right we, we we're talking about and i and i just gotta get it out there because i'm i'm holding back right now 
Um, so yes, it's about politics. It's about celebrity. It's about the corporations. It's about capitalism. It's about this. It's about that. And it does all these amazing things. And I really, really, really like it. Not as good as Watchmen. I really, really like it. Now, I know that the show... Different people watch this show for different reasons. And I think the majority of people, and I'm sorry that I, you know, I, that I'm, you know, don't have this much faith in humanity sometimes, is that I think a lot of the people just watch it because of the extreme violence, because of this, oh, sh oh shit moments kind of thing. Uh, oh, ah, ah, right. And I think. It's popularity, and it's and it's very popular. I haven't looked at any numbers, but like, I'm sure it's one of one of Amazon Prime's biggest shows. I I would imagine, aside from Lord of the Rings, this would be number one. And Lord of the Rings isn't out yet. Yeah, well, it says here on the week of May 30th to June 5th, it was reported that the third season of the show managed to get fifth place at the Nielsen rating with over 949 million minutes of the first three episodes being watched so that's a lot of i i, I don't know what that means but it sounds either. like a lot sounds you know like what a I mean? lot so, so yeah it sounds sounds impressive um so so i know a lot of people are watching it because of the sex and extreme violence and the gore i get it i get it's the draw and they do these great things, you know. Some of it's heavy-handed, like the guy with the moose antlers, the the January sixth. Uh, oh yeah, they uh, had that Buffalo guy. Buffalo guy, uh, and he was in the crowd. And some of it's a little heavy-handed, but I don't mind that. Um, some of it's good, but and, it works and, in this type of show. Right, right. You know right. what's very and it doesn't it doesn't feel out of place. You know what's very interesting right, is right, that right. It, it, apparently there's a lot of right-wing types who just who love this show. But they don't realize the show's talking about them. So so we're watching it. And then a lot of people are watching it for that. I am like engaged in that kind of thing about how celebrity and power. Obviously, the metaphor is superpowers, but it's really money and social power, right? And how money and social power changes a human being. And... The, the really the most engaging character of all of them is Homelander. And the job that the guy who's playing, what's the name of the actor playing Homelander? Anthony Starr. Uh, he does an awesome job about this person with unlimited power, but he is so vulnerable and weak and star for attention and and how, how, how terrible he is and, and how weak you know he is, and and he's doing this great job, and uh, Vought is the evil company that's doing this, that's lying to everybody, that's controlling this, this huge money thing that controls the media, that does all these things, and I'm into it. I'm like, wow, this is such important Wait, stuff to on, say. Hang and on, I, I'm, guys. I, hang on, guys. Ma, right now you're printing that. <laughs> of course, I need it. Hi, Mama. <laughs> Okay. Is that a backhanded wave we got? <laughs> okay. well, I don't like, whatever, guys. Whatever, guys. Do your thing. Do your thing, guys. Sorry, she was printing something. I was no, building a... up to. I, I was you... building up to like a dramatic moment, and I was cut off in the middle of it. I'm oh. like, I was gonna say, Ariadne, I... tell your mom to put on some clothes. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no. Was she in bra and panties? Is that no, it? No, no. She um, was like in so- like a... <laughs> That would have been funny though. <laughs> <laughs> Strutting her stuff in front of the camera. Oh um, my God. So, I'm sorry. Right. <clears throat> going back. And it's about all these great things and about this evil company and this all these things. And it's like, yes, all these things are so important to say. And then I remember I'm being given to this by Amazon. Amazon is Vought. It's a contradiction. It, it's, it's, it's even worse, I think. I think it's... It's it, it might be sinister because it's kind of like Amazon is giving us this stuff and I'm not going to... Uh, listen, I, I'm going to call out my own hypocrisy. You know what I mean? Sometimes I order stuff on Amazon. I'm not happy about it. I try to do other things. I get my books from my order from the bookstore Words in in, in Maplewood. Words uh, in Maplewood. Go check it out. You can order it and you can get it delivered to your house. It's a little bit more expensive, but you know what? Local business. So not a lot more expensive. A few bucks. So it's like they're giving it to us and they're winking at us. But we understand we're in on the joke. Don't worry. We're, we're benevolent because we get it. We get you. We get it. You know? And there's this kind of my heart drops and I don't know if I can reconcile it because it's such a good show. Not as good as Watchmen. Such a good show. And and it does all these things and it's so and it's fun too. And But you know, Invisible kind of had that same kind of vibe, that same kind of tracking of criticism and stuff like that of like the superhero the superman type you know but i'm kind of wondering like how involved is amazon in a production besides just distribution like who in amazon is in charge of like who who is the producer that works for amazon that's in charge of being on set approving writing approving shots approving this because i as far as I can tell, Amazon's only in charge of distribution and marketing. I I think, I think there's no notes, for for right. from Amazon for it, for this. It's basically it, do what you want. But that's part of the trick, right? It's King Lear and the Fool. You need a fool, and you could so they could say stuff, and and it's like it's okay then, you know. It's Amazon. They don't care. They own the wall, the the Wall Street. I mean the um the, the Washington Street. Post. Oh yeah, the Washington it, Post. Sorry, the Washington Post. Um, they they, they it's like, it, it it doesn't matter if all of a sudden it blows up in their face and it's not. But that's something out of our out of our control. You know, we can't we can't really control that. We we could not watch it. We could not order from Amazon. There's stuff that we could. There's do stuff that we could that do. I'm not doing that. Also, I am not doing. But you also have to think about it too, like. You could say, I'm never ordering from Amazon. Okay, most of the websites that you visit are um, using Amazon servers. Um, like they have like a, like a, like a you know, like how there's GoDaddy and stuff like that. Right, Amazon web servers. That's, yeah, yeah. That's what talking about. I, I don't know what the percentage is of websites that use it. I think even Google uses it, you know? So like it's, it's, it's like... Right, you cannot order directly from Amazon, but they're still going to get you some other way. Which is, you know, 
Sinister. Let's let's talk about the sh- let's talk about the show though. That's the whole reason we're here. <laughs> no, know, but we are. But we good, are. But see, it's no, a good we are to, talking to go about. On, but no, it's not a tangent. It's what the show. What we're talking about is what the show is about. This is the content of the show. You can't. It cannot be separated from it. It's not something different. You know, and I know. Uh, you know, I'm trying not to go on a political tirade, but. The, the show is going on a political it's tirade. kind of right the, you, I mean this season really absolutely it, it definitely yeah. did I think all all the seasons have in a way and the brilliant things they're doing with with you know monetizing and, and manipulating LGBTQ issues just to make the corporation look better doing these things you know th- throwing a rainbow flag on your on, on your website during Pride Month you know these kind of things where they do nothing else right is this show like a website putting on a rainbow flag, but still funding funding uh, um, the corporation who owns it, funding uh, uh, politicians trying to remove LGBTQ rights. Well, this show did have its own website that Ariani was visiting, but she couldn't support it because it didn't actually allow you to buy anything, right, Ariani? Not that I would buy anything, but yes, they did have a very clever marketing website that that everybody could visit. Um, that sold personal. Toys. Oh, this is the dildo thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be delicate took about me, it. Took sure. me a second. Now, T T is as subtle as a sledgehammer, like usual. Yeah, great. <laughs> I love it. I let Ariane dance around with it. Guess what? You can buy those on Amazon if you wanted. (laughs) Starlight, star bright for stars in the night. Speaking of Starlight, um, she looked like she had some work done this season. Did anybody else like? She did. She did. Somebody did like a before and after, like on Twitter. Like somebody posted a picture of like her. She definitely had like some cheek lifter some something done she looks completely different not entirely different it's pretty good work but it's just kind of like hey you did something her, her upper lip looks swollen the whole time to me really oh that i didn't clock but also you, i know you you like her in like a special way so i i think she, i think she's very pretty um <laughs> but I'm a, she's very pretty. I'll be honest. I mean, she's she's, a, she's she, very she's attractive. A, she's a gorgeous woman. She's a gorgeous um, woman. But she had some work done. And it was kind of taking me out of the, the the scenes a little bit. I mean, she's she's doing her thing on this show. I really enjoy her character. I love the dynamic with her and Homelander, where she was every time he thought she was going to get screwed in in a scene. No, no pun intended. She, had she was one hand. step ahead of him. Yeah. Yep. She was always. You know, like moving along when she filmed him, like basically confessing a whole bunch of stuff, and she live streamed, live streamed it, and uh, you know her little tirade at the end of Herogasm, where she basically laid out that Homelander's a liar, Vault Lit- is a little liar. tirade. That shit was she. She brought the hammer down on his shit, yeah. And everybody, she was a bull in a china little tirade. She fucked shit up right there. Basically, basically, yeah, pr- pretty much. But um, but yeah, she she, she was great. Um. Did you guys find it weird that they brought Stormfront back for those two scenes to like really do nothing? I don't remember. Yeah, see, you don't even remember. She was in a hospital bed at the beginning of the season. Yeah, she was oh, in the hospital right. bed. Yeah. Yeah, and then she died, right? I don't know. And then yeah, right, they said right. she bit her own. And t- she bit her own tongue was like, off. Right. He, fo- he forced this girl to commit suicide, right? Basically. Right. After that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Because or threw her off. We don't know exactly how it went down, 
but because it was off camera. But yeah, right, right. Well, I think he manipulated her into jumping. He manipulated because her. Because like, he, he told her to jump. That's his thing. Yeah. Right. It's his birthday. They stage a fake rescue every year, and this time he didn't rescue the person. Right. Right. I th- I think I think that he might probably. I, I read it as he pushed her because she was already like I don't want to. She was like acting like she didn't want to die anymore, and she yeah. became being afraid. And then it was off camera, and it was he was just like, "Listen, I need you to." I wonder if that airplane stuff is ever gonna come back. Now that I think about it, because they kept dangling that over him, and nothing ever came of it. Right, because he shot the person in the face at the end of the episode, so it doesn't matter. Because his supporters, no matter what he does now, his supporters are gonna support him. him. Right. So he's gonna, you know, he's gonna the the next step, the next season is definitely him. Uh, gonna take power, become president. Do you think, or attempt to, or attempt to? Do I you think, yeah. Do you think his son is gonna be the focus for next season? Because that little creepy smile he had, that final shot was was very telling. Um, here's what I hope happens: is that Butcher and and all the others like they try to rescue him, or they try to like pull him back from like fascism and stuff like that because this show's all about trying to break cycles like people want to break their cycles that's why Butcher saved Huey when he didn't have to when they were taking the uh, compound V the temporary V well he, no he, he saved them because he wanted to because he reminds him of his brother right exactly right he abandoned his brother and his brother was beaten by his father and then killed himself so, you know, he he looked at Huey and, and he sees him as his little brother and he's not going to make that same mistake again. That's basically what what, what happened there. I love the dance sequences. I loved... Um, With Kamiko. Yeah, Kamiko. And the actress uh, is obviously like uh, like Broadway level uh, singer-dancer kind of thing as well because she's just like awesome. She's All those good. scenes. And, I like uh, how they did the Judy Garland yeah. stuff. Right, and and you know she was uh stabbing and people in the head with dildos and, and things like that too. No, but the scenes right. with her, like those fight <laughs> scenes with her and Frenchie, those are the that that one episode. I don't remember if it was like the fifth or the sixth one, but I literally had to like close my eyes and like look away because I was like, this is too much for me. It's way too the, much. That's the one where she didn't have any powers, right? And she, where was she didn't have up. any powers, and they were both locked up, and he had the chain thing, the like the bike lock around his neck. And she just kept getting beat up and beat up. And I was just like, I don't like this. Like, that seems like that, like, like, it's too much for me. Like, I know it's fake. Like, I know it's fake, but I still have to, like, close my eyes because I was like, it's too much. It's too real. Yeah, and there's a lot of tension in those scenes, right? Especially with her without powers because you don't know where that's going to go. And this has been a show where it seems like anybody at any time could be killed off, really. You know, so I was, I was... Oh no, sorry. No, no, no. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I, I was gonna say I was nervous for her and Frenchie like the whole time because they kept talking about their plan to escape, and you know that's usually like the kiss of death for characters. Yeah. Um. So that's it was true. it was a nice surprise that they they survived the season, and really they didn't kill anybody at the end. They, you know, I get Black Noir right. Black Noir. Um, Poor Black Noir. Yeah. Yeah. No one died, except for Black Noir. Right. right. Did you guys see the screenshot I sent you from the creator of the series? No, probably, but refresh my memory. Remind, remind me, maybe. Where um, where somebody talked about like, you know, how come it's okay for, for Kamiko to get her powers again, but, 
uh, to protect Frenchie, but when Huey does it, why is it bad when he does it? Like, why is he criticized for it? And the creator had a good answer. His response was because Huey's doing it as a selfish thing. Right, right. Right, because he 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 wants to save Starlight and everything, but Kamiko's doing it because she wants to save everybody else because that's all she kind of knows kind of thing. Right. Right, something uh, but, along those lines. Like, something like that. But he, it's just that basically Huey was doing it for selfish reasons because he's insecure. And Kamiko's not insecure. Right. That's basically it. But I did love... I absolutely loved... Like, I was so happy the last episode where it was just like... Um, Huey sees that Starlight's getting, getting beat up. He's getting hurt. And he thinks for a moment of taking another dose of Compound V. Knowing that it could kill him. Knowing very well that it could kill him. And he's seriously considering it. And he's like, no. I'm just gonna help her save herself. And he like powers up all the lights in the studio so she can you know pull from that for her powers like that to me that was that was probably my favorite moment one of my favorite moments in the whole series because it was just like it was it was very much closing that arc or like at least giving huey that moment where he can learn like i love when characters learn something and like use it to their to 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 their advantage like that's 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 good writing very good writing Right. Well, well, we were talking about this earlier in the season where we said it's going to come down to a choice between the drugs or her. And it's up to him to choose if he's going to be an addict addicted to the to the compound V or if he's going to choose, quote unquote, love and save her. And he chose her. Right. But I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to be resolved by the end of this season because because a lot of, you know, plot threads were really were, were well done, were closed up this season. Um the real dangling plot thread really is um, Homelander, his kid, and that that lady who I can't remember, who blows up people's heads. Um, that's um, I was gonna say Karen. Is, it's not it's not Karen, right? It's um. No, no, but her power is super scary. Yeah, well, while we're looking that up, I'll I'll um, I'm just gonna say I don't. To your point about the the plot threads being tied up and everything, I don't know if they knew that the show was coming back for sure. It it did get renewed. There's going to be a season four, but they only just announced that recently. So it wasn't you know when when they were filming this, they were probably trying to tie that up. But uh, but Vic, Victoria Newman, that that's who. Victoria Newman. Yeah, she she's she set up our boy Stan Edgar, knocked uh, Giancarlo Esposito right out of the show, which was unfortunate early on. I mean, I have a feeling. Esposito's coming back. I mean, what's the character's name? Stan Edgar. Stan Edgar, yeah. Probably, I have a feeling he's going to yeah, come, back, come back. Yeah, he'll come back, but I'm sure he probably, has, he probably has other obligations. He was probably filming Better Girl Saul. Oh, no, I'm talking about the character. I'm not talking about the actor. I'm saying that the, uh, the character saw everything coming and was like, I'm going to dip out for a little bit, and he's plotting behind the scenes right well you gotta assume he was what arrested right and he's just kind of hanging out in a jail cell until they need him kind of like what they did with Maeve right right? locked her up okay so my favorite character that is I think is underrated um is Ashley Barrett uh the the person who's now in head of art uh (laughs) yeah the CEO that actress is great her character is great. I love, I, I love her. I love her. She's awesome, and what she's doing, and every, every every scene that she's in. I mean, I'm loving it. She's great. When she took her wig off in the finale, I'm like, oh my god, she really ripped all her hair out. I did not see that coming. 
that was great. She was like channeling her inner Homelander throughout the season, which I thought was really, really clever. But she realizes that, you know, no matter what she could. She's also this perfect little sink of Right. But she realized that that moment was important for her because he didn't give her like at least that little thing. She's pulling her hair out because of the anxiety of the stress of the thing that she's being put in to support Homelander. And he wouldn't give her that. She did absolutely everything that he could ever imagine a person could do to support. And it wasn't enough. So it's never going to be enough. Right. And I think at that moment, she, she understands that. Right. You know, she fi- it finally sinks in because she was getting drunk on power too. Right. right. She's getting drunk on power and it's being drunk on power. Is is the, the thing? But she's also scared, right? Right, but she, but, but they're, they're all scared. But everybody's scared of Homelander, yeah. No, but Homelander is and, scared. And Homelander, right, right. But everyone's scared of him, and he's scared of everything, basically. He's paranoid. He's this, yeah. He's afraid of a, a, everything in the room. His power gives him no no sense of security. Right. He's afraid of everything being taken away. Right. But he doesn't know what that is. And and again, it's his crazy desire to be loved causes him to do these kind of things. And it and it is often heavy handed about him being an analogue to the former president. But you know what I mean? It's like that kind of core understanding about why someone would go to these crazy friggin' lengths to to do these things well he just wants to see what he could get away with i mean he made the deep eat his eat an octopus alive right that was his friend but that was enjoying cruelty you know what i mean that's enjoying cruelty he knew he could do that he wasn't you know he knows like see he has all this physical power and he he knows everyone thinks he's an idiot right and he's got he's conscious of that so it's kind of like i think i think as a character he's probably the the most interesting one but it's also kind of right, right, right. upsetting no how real he is. Like, even though he's this super-powered individual, he is very real and very upsetting in a way. And it's just like, there, are, there there's a, it's a good balancing act where, like, they have you sympathize with him, but he's also so unsympathetic at the same time. It's not that you sympathize with him. You pity him. You pity, right. And they, and they use that phrase itself but you see the path to that point right 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 you see where how he got it all there, could right? have been avoided it's like it all could have been avoided but you know i'm often really like bored or uninterested because like the evil superman concept has been people have been trying to do that over and over and over for years and i think it works so pretty i think it works good in invincible um uh, i've <laughs> spade is sneezing bless you <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I put my mic on mute so you couldn't hear that. But thank you. Gesundheit. <laughs> I was saying, um, I think the whole evil Superman thing, it works good in Invincible. It works really well here. But I think a lot of people keep trying to do that and it's not as interesting. But it's because I think they're afraid to go all out the way that they have been doing on, on Amazon. Or it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just better writers. I can't, I can't say. But in start here, really the big the big one was Alan Moore doing Miracle Man, that kind of evil Superman. It was like a a British knockoff of of Shazam, which was called Marvel Man. But then there's like litigation. If you ever watch those videos about that they do on YouTube about 
them the suing so DC suing Shazam because he was too much like Superman, and then there was the British version. It's kind of so complex and Byzantine the 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 kind of thing. It's that you can't really, but um, but uh, you know, in that comic book Miracle Man, which is like really Alan Moore's breakthrough thing, along with um, Swamp Thing, was this same kind of evil superman kind of thing but it, it was like it was like shazam and shazam jr captain marvel and captain marvel jr shazam and shazam jr and shazam jr became as powerful as captain marvel and just like destroyed london you know what i mean like really really like rubble fire death you know complete and that's really where like that time in the 80s when that thing was happening and really the breakthrough one was that i have a question for you guys okay mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Spate, have you read the comics? I was going to say, yeah, so when when you said they're pulling, you know, or the, the archetype and everything, I was going to say, this is from a completed comic. Like, the, the series is over. It ended. Um, I actually just finished it, like, a month and a half ago around there. Um, so, yeah, so I have read everything. So this, the, the show, I think, is ten times better than the comic book, which is usually never the case. That's what I hear. Everybody says that it's... Everybody says that it, that this is better. Yeah, than I mean, comic. you could see they're 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 taking the ideas, and this is the problem that I have with The Walking Dead. They would take the ideas from the comic book, translate them for the show, but they would do a worse version of what you have in the comic books, which I didn't really care for. Here, it's taking the the idea, and it's expanding on it and making it even better and more interesting. Like the the, the big example in the comics, Butcher doesn't have a son. Okay. His wife is raped by Homelander. She give she doesn't even give birth. Like the baby basically just bursts out of her, and that's how she dies. So like basically how we how we think it happened because that was like a, a reveal at the end that she never that that never happened. Right, and and what happened? Butcher ends up killing the baby because it doesn't know what to do. Like the baby's just lasering everything, right? So that's a that's a big twist here. Now also Black Noir. Now, black. Now that's another one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get into it. And this this is this is major major spoilers Pe- for people, the comic book. Yeah, people kept telling. I kept hearing about this in like those like um Easter egg videos, and they said there's a spoiler for Black Noir, and I was like, all right, let me skip this just in case. They can't they can't do it on the on the show they now. Go down that road. I care I care sometimes I care sometimes about spoilers. You see. So what you find out in the comic books is that Black Noir is actually a clone of Homelander and the Black Noir was going around doing all the crazy stuff. So he's the one that really raped Butcher's wife. It wasn't Homelander. But the problem was Homelander is so twisted in his own head, he thinks that he did all this stuff. And it it basically drove him crazy through Black Noir. And that's basically why he's the way that he is. So but they obviously can't do that. They, they can't. They can't do that here, right? So you're getting Homelander. He basically as <laughs> you know, as so Homelander is even worse than we think. Then, because if it if it was like in the comics, it was Black Moore supposedly. Then the Homelander we know is even worse. Right. That's so sick. <laughs> right. So it's like it's taking the idea and combining and changing things and making it even more extreme because like um stormfront in the comics is a guy right he's not in it very much soldier boy 
also in the comics not very much and i think he dies not long after he's introduced so like the big twist on the show is surprise surprise he's homelander's father right, right so right, right. where does that where does that go and then you have you know ryan the son who's so you have the whole lineage of the the three of them there now right right um none of that is is from the comics and it's more interesting because you could totally see the fight at the end like but it's who's also gonna thematic. work with who here you know it's also right. thematic it's building onto the theme of fathers and their sons and uh uh what's it called generational trauma you know soldier boy has a story about how his father said that because he got powers he took he took the easy way out you know so soldier boy is another wounded person that's been hurt by his father because his father treated him terribly and so he's like well you know maybe if i had if i knew i had a son I would raise you differently. I wouldn't raise you to be such a pussy, which is like an insane thing to say. Um, but also Soldier Boy is a very 1980s version of hyper-masculinity. Um, he, he's from a, or not even 1980s because he's from the 50s. So he's a very specific American era of hyper-masculinity. Homelander is like the new version of hyper-masculinity. He's like new and improved. <laughs> <laughs> toxic masculinity <laughs> now now organic and gmo free so you know it's it's all it's all building upon itself so i like that they changed that from the comics but my original question was meant to be did you think they overhyped herogasm yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i i think so i mean look they, they were doing stuff on there you don't see on tv Granted, yeah, that's a boring, a boring ass, awkward orgy. <laughs> it was just an orgy with some superpower stuff in it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, it was like people standing, people standing around. It was like whatever. After the the exploding penis of episode one, they were gonna have to do some really super crazy stuff in that episode to top that, and they, I mean, they didn't, frankly. Um, and when I think about that episode... But it was a good episode. It, I was going to say, very good episode. When I think about that episode, the the quote, the orgy sequence is like what you think of last. Everything else that was going on was way more interesting. Right. Even the joke about Frenchie not being there... Yeah, um, that was funny. Was, was, ...was better and well-delivered, you know what I mean? They wanted their big moment to be like when M.M. opens the door and he gets all that stuff on him and... It was gross, but I didn't even, I wasn't very impressed by it. I was like, that's just gross. That's just, like, silly. Here's a couple of criticisms of the boys. Okay. The big fights are people having a punch-up in a room. When you're having Superman punching another Superman, people go flying through buildings and it's up in the air. I get it. It's a TV show. There's a budget. But it's Amazon. They got all the budget. You know what I'm saying? So... All I'm saying is that the 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 fights the fights it's like oh Maeve missed the punch hitting Superman you know Wonder Woman was if it was a Wonder Woman Superman fight it would have been huge instead of like a uh, uh, a file cabinet getting bent. well this is still a TV I'm show just, I I get I this I already said that I get it you know I get it I get it but it's at that point being like these two characters with their powers. It, it it would look, it would be a lot more collateral damage and buildings would be, 
Wonder Woman and Superman punching it out inside a building, that building's already falling. Yeah, but I don't need more collateral damage. They've done big sequences like that before, though, with, you know, the airplane sequence and the the farm stuff, right? Granted, there was nobody really around, but I'm wondering... No, if and Soldier Boy explodes still... a building downtown. Right. So, yeah, yeah, Soldier Boy. Yeah, but uh, it's like it's like the front of a building. It's, it's like, a, you know... People died, T. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, but what I'm saying is... I want more death <laughs> and destruction. It would be more like the end of Man of Steel than what you got. It's more like a dare, like the fights inside are more like a dare, like the fight at, at, at Herogasm. It was more like a daredevil fight. I did like that fight, beams though. That, like it, re- it really stressed me out, though. That, that fight was really good. It was very stressful. But I wonder if some of this still is is, um, is COVID-related, honestly. And they're just keeping the set yeah. small and keeping people, because it was very few people in a room still. It very well could be. Like, at, at this point, every show and every movie that we're watching, we have to operate it's with getting, the It's getting negatively ink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that they're right. being impacted by COVID restrictions. And everything that I'm hearing about, like, how TV sets and movie sets are, the way we are with COVID now, we're kind of, like, very relaxed about it. And thankfully, like, we've been fine. But everything I hear about TV and movie sets, they are so strict they do not play around because the second somebody gets sick, the whole production shuts down. Right, so, right. so as far as like sets being small and but and I mean, but people, also, like, also I, I the stuff it. that we're the stuff we're seeing now was shot six months to a year ago before vaccines. So for the next year, we're going to see content that is to one extent or another that's been severely impacted by it, and, and it very well could have been shot pre-vaccine. You know what I mean? Like Stranger Things, right? It's very much the core cast. And this season, they were all split up into smaller groups. So you were following a bunch right. of storylines. They had you know pods. What I mean? They had pods. Right. right, right, yeah. One thing I love that this show did this year was all the spoofs that it did. And it started off with a big one where they basically made the, the bootleg Justice League movie with uh, Charlie Theron showing up as Stormfront. Oh, yeah, that was silly. At the movie premiere. <laughs> Right, Charlie like, Starin, th- that was silly. She just shows up and does things. Like Charlie Starin was like, "Fine, I'll do it, whatever." But you know what? Her and Seth Rogen's are friends. Get paid. Her and Seth Rogen right. are friends because they did a movie together. That's right. So he probably called in a favor. Sure did. Um, the hero gasm episode. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. She's showing up for those paychecks. Oh, jeez. Cat yanked T's headphones out. Cat just pulled the power out of my headphones here let me get back on am i back on here hello 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 yes you're good you're good yeah she'll show up for a paycheck she shows up for that fast five fast 10 fast 11 fast 12 paycheck she showed up for yeah, that but Strange she paycheck. Got she's to showing up for fun this stuff and, page got paid yeah she got to she got paid in 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 fast what was it fast 10 to like stand around in a box and talk about star wars right and so that <laughs> I, I'd love to, to get paid millions of dollars for that. I mean, T, what was your line about Samuel Jackson yesterday? He hasn't oh, met a paycheck he didn't like. <laughs> that... He's never met a paycheck he didn't like. Yeah. Oh, no, that, that was when we saw Thor in the yeah, in yeah, the yeah. trailer. One of the trailers, he was in that, that animated movie. The devil works hard, Samuel Jackson's agent works harder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, it was in that Hong Kong fooey. Uh, yeah, the, the uh, little animated yeah, movie. Right. Yeah, but it's just like, I, I, you know what I do when I play? We play a game. We play uh, different, like, wordle variants every day. 
and there's one called Actortal where you have to guess an actor. If I don't know who the actor is right away, I will guess Samuel L. Jackson. It's not just turtles. No. I will guess Samuel L. Jackson if I don't know who the actor is if right you have away. No, because no, right? yeah. he's in everything and sometimes it works. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's all those things like like you want to go and guess it right off the bat, but like with country, the country one, and uh, guess the country and the other one, you just got to take a break, and I got to look at it, and I got to walk away from it, and then the answers will come to me. Those games are too hard for me. I'm I'm a simpleton. I don't even play them. He, oh, we. I'm glad we recorded you. <laughs> the be, the simpleton, simpleton. <laughs> guys, folks, listeners, listeners. The simpleton line is one of the things in our in our chat. Oh, um, it that uh, that uh, on a reoccurring joke that uh, Anthony it's an has inside joke. That, that he himself <laughs> is a simpleton. But he's the only he, but he's the only person telling it, and that's okay. Yep. Because because. Uh, <laughs> 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 but no, I just wanted to bring up the the Imagine video that they did in the the Hero oh, Gathering yeah. episode w- was great. God, they nailed that so hard. But that's more of them taking, making fun of celebrity. Right. It's about this is about that celebrity. Is, it, it, it was a who's who of who's gonna show up. And then the, the the big one, they they went they went hard after the Kardashians, and T didn't even get what the joke was because this commercial was here no. and gone so fast. He it, never saw the if commercial. If you blinked, you missed it. I heard about it. I heard about the commercial. It was taken it was down. I promise you, not even twenty. That like a Kardashian saved. The world by it was it was Kylie it was no I'm sorry it was Kendall Jenner solve police violence with a with a bottle with a, of soda with a soda and a smile right, right basically <laughs> and they recreated that pretty yep. faithfully Nighthawk the superhero from Trenton uh you oh, know Blue I mean, Hawk Blue Hawk Blue Hawk Blue Hawk yeah I mean like like I didn't like it right I didn't like it when he got dragged but I kind of did. And it's terrible because I, you know, I don't like to be that kind of like violent retribution guy. But that that, that dude had it coming. No, that's the thing. The show kind of like pushes you to that thing where it pushes you yep. to. I mean, it was fit. It's fitting for this show, right? Right. Where it's just kind of like he deserved it. But then you kind of have to pull back and it's just like that was messed up. Yeah. Right. So you kind of have to question yourself right. in that moment. But the messed up part is that they put yep. his heart inside of A-Train. That's so... Right, right. Oh, yeah, that too. Um, but yeah, and then you had a couple cameos throughout the season. You know, Seth Rogen popped up at one point. Um, Paul Reiser as the legend, which is basically like a Stan Lee knockoff. Paul Reiser, my boy. <laughs> I mean, Paul Reiser is getting paid this year. He's on he's on uh, this. He's on Stranger Things. He He's securing the bag. And, uh, and Billy Zane. Right, Billy Zane showed up in uh in I think the second episode. Billy Zane? Yeah, he was in the second what? episode. Was not it Billy Zane or am I missing up missing up my what? Billy's? Did I miss Did I miss Billy Zane? Wait, I'm going to have to go back and look, but I'm pretty sure it's Billy oh Zane. Okay, God. what did I miss that you said he's supposed to be Stanley? Oh, Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Uh, yeah, Paul Reiser is supposed to be, Sta- is, supposed yeah. to be Stanley. Yeah, yeah he's, wait, he's wait, the Sorry, legend. I had to bring okay. the cat upstairs, yeah. But no, That's Billy great. Zane, he was in I think the second episode. Yeah, I think he uh, was he one of the lawyers or something? He 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 was only in one scene, like right at the beginning of the episode. But he didn't look like Billy Zane, so that's probably why you. That you, completely it, went over my head. Yeah. No, it says Billy Zane plays Billy Zane. What? IMDb had him listed as um, Alistar, something. Or I other. know he showed up um, in. I know he showed Billy up in. Billy Zane, did Alistar, Adana. Not no, not without my dolphin, huh? The Chip, I don't know. Chippendale's great. 
anybody hasn't seen Chippendale, go watch Chippendale. It's really cute. And, and you know, before before we shut down, also, um, uh, uh, Carl Urban as Billy. The, but, but Carl Urban is such a great genre actor. Like, he just chews up scenery. He's just the badass. I mean, every time I watch it, I think about how great that judge... I don't like Judge Dredd. I just don't like it. Um, I didn't like the comic book. I hated the Stallone movie. But that Judge Dredd w- movie with him and Lena Headley... He, what's her? Um, yeah, Le- Lena Headey. <laughs> Lena Headey was such a good movie. Yeah, I, I and enjoyed he's, that one. And he was great as McCoy... He uh, in Star Trek, he was just great. What what a great! I mean, wow. He's Lord of the Rings, Rings right? Zena. He was in Lord of the Rings. Wow, Lord of... He's good in Xena, Warrior Princess. <laughs> oh, Anthony Starr also in Xena, Warrior Princess. Really? Oh, that's great. Yep. I love Carl Urban. He's he he's kind of like the pat- pathos in the show. He's the one I loved. I loved when um, what's his name? The mind mind guy got into his head. And we got to see mm-hmm. his backstory. That was great stuff yeah, yeah, happening yeah. there. That was really. That was great. important to see that. Yeah. If 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 there's if there's any episode put in for Emmy consideration for Carl Urban, that's the one. That's the one to put in for for Emmy consideration. If you're gonna get him a Best Actor win, or even a nomination, that's that's the one for me. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NotAllPods. Visit us on our website at NotAllPodcastWearCapes.com. And send us an email, NotAllPods at gmail.com. Also subscribe and listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks. Recording. We are now recording. We are now recording. Okay, hold on, I gotta burp. That shit was weak, I see bro. The, I know, I thought it was gonna be better. As um, far as burps go, that one was the weak, sauciest of them all. No, it was, it was, yeah, it was I, polite. I, it was like delicate. The, the other Del- one will come. Delicate. The other one will I like come. that one. <laughs> oh, there you go. That was far uh, less delicate. I felt that in my throat. Go. Yeah, I, 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 I redeemed myself. <laughs> I redeemed myself. Yeah. All right. All right. So, and we're going to clap in three, two, one, clap. All right. We are not synced up very well, but that's okay. Ariani, whenever you're ready. And now for the podcast where I'm crashing the party with the boys. Not all podcasts. What the, what the hell is that? <laughs> Why did I do a weird accent? Okay. <laughs> I'm starting over. Uh, she just kept going. She just kept yeah, going. It was, no, it was no, good again. No, but I heard, a, I heard, I said podcast weird. I don't know why. Okay. You should do it. In, you should do it Billy Butcher style. I do a horrible <laughs> Billy Wait, Butcher. Mike. I think last time I did an now intro. Now for the podcasting. No, but last time I did an intro, I did a terrible accent and nobody liked it. It sounded more Australian or something. We, we, well, we, we know we love that it's terrible. Yeah, great. Well, I'm going to talk normally. <laughs> I'm going to try and talk normally. All right, all right. Take two. And- <laughs> Take two. Take two. Clap. All right. <laughs>